Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Made on Southbound 95. This is because of the, bri- because of the bridge repair work that's just north of Lorton Road. The central lane, right lane are blocked. Delay starting south of the Fairfax County Parkway. And then northbound 95 starting just south of uh, 606 Mudtavern Road in Thornburg. Heading up to Plank Road, Virginia 3 in the Fredericksburg area. The maintenance operations, the left shoulder, right shoulder, and the left lane are all, are all alternating mobile closures. In Maryland, in Prince George, County, the accident working on northbound 210 Indian Head Highway at Old Fort Road. The travel lanes are shut down. You can get by in the left turn lane or the right turn lane. Watch out for police direction to get by. Three vehicles, uh, four vehicles actually, are piled up in this accident. The WTOP traffic center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. The murky forecast from 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. A chance for patchy fog here early this morning and maybe a shower or two. Otherwise, today is going to be mainly dry. Temperatures in the mid-40s to around 50 degrees to start your day. Later, just shy of 60 degrees with mostly cloudy to, well, at times maybe some partly sunny skies by late afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. It is 53 at Reagan National Airport, 52 at BWI Thurgood Marshall Airport, Dulles with 51. We have 52 in Friendship Heights at 1259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Coming up, two months later, D.C. voters are only now being officially told they may have been impacted by a huge data breach. Local people who rely on federal help to cover grocery bills may not get a boost in the new year. Also ahead... Maryland is getting a higher minimum wage in the new year. I'm Nick Ainelli. There's breaking news on the sale of the commanders. I know you're saying, wait a minute, isn't that all over now? We will elucidate in just a few moments. The Caps and the Wizards both fall on Wednesday night. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. There have been some delays, but it's been mostly smooth sailing at the nation's airports. CBS News Philadelphia reporter Siafa Lewis spoke with some flyers. Mother Nature decided to throw a wrench in some travelers' plans here at Philadelphia International Airport. A lot of delays. Just had to eat some pressers and wait. So far, only 25 minutes, so not too bad. And hoping that's all it is. Jay, um, coming to the airport, we my flight was delayed. Um, not too bad right now, but about 20 minutes. Last time this happened, it ended up being up to four hours, so I'm hoping it's not. For others, the delays weren't stressing them out in the least. You probably noticed that prices at the gas pump have been going down over the last couple of months. Will that continue? Oil analyst Tom Closa. Bottom line is most of the deflation for gasoline is over now, and we'll see Prices reinflate in the first 100 days of the year. But we're paying about the same as we were last year for gas. The Big Apple is preparing for its big night. To help celebrate. It's going to be some kind of a kick for me, big time. Legendary singer-songwriter Paul Anka will perform. New York is the center of it at a time where our world is changing so drastically that this event will have a lot of meaning for a lot of people. Mac Rosenberg for CBS News, New York. Thousands of people are marching north to the U.S. border, says CBS's Christina Ruffini. Joe Biden has to help us, says this man from Honduras. Meanwhile, about 8,000 men, women, and children from multiple Latin American countries are making their way north through Mexico. 
the largest such caravan in months. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas met with Mexico's president asking for help with the migrant crisis. An official in North Dakota is refusing calls from his own party to resign. CBS News correspondent Jim Crisula has that story. Republican North Dakota State Representative Nico Rios says he has no plans to resign after a DUI traffic stop in which he used homophobic and anti-migrant language against a police officer with a British accent. You guys are f***ing on me. Will you provide the test? No, sir. Okay. He also refused to take a breathalyzer test. In Jacksonville, Florida, crews have removed a Confederate monument from a park after years of public controversy. Mayor Donna Deegan ordered the removal of the tribute to the women of the Southern Confederacy Monument, which has been in the park since 1915. And the Powerball jackpot will swell to about $760 million after nobody won the jackpot in Wednesday night's drawing. The next drawing for the jackpot is Saturday. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 103, Thursday morning, December 28th, 2023, 52 degrees, some fogs and drizzle this morning, lows in the upper 40s. Good morning, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour. We've got an update on that big data breach back in October that may have leaked personal information, including Social Security numbers, of about 400,000 D.C. voters. And we're learning that many D.C. residents are only just now getting any official notification that they may have been affected by that breach. The D.C. Board of Elections became aware of the data breach by the hacking group Ransom VC back in early October, but it wasn't until last week that Datanet sent out an email notification to all those District of Columbia registered voters whose voter data may have been part of that breach. The notification provides steps on how they can protect their first, their personal information, including details about credit monitoring. The Board of Elections says many email notifications may have wound up in spam folders. That hasn't helped. And the board says it's aware that data and its outreach may not appear to be timely. Thousands of D.C. residents who rely on government assistance to buy food may not be getting a bump in their SNAP benefits in the new year. D.C. is reporting that SNAP benefit recipients were supposed to get the increase starting next month under a new district law, but Mayor Bowser apparently decided otherwise and will not be boosting the aid. She says there are issues with the budget and staffing. Meanwhile, the office of D.C.'s Attorney General says the mayor can't do this. In a memo, D.C. Attorney General Brian Schwab says the mayor must follow the law to boost benefits starting in January. D.C. says it's not clear how the mayor will respond. It's 105, and tens of thousands of folks in Maryland will be seeing more money in 2024. WTOP's Nick Ionelli explains how. Maryland's minimum wage is going up. On January 1st, it'll increase from $13.25 an hour to $15, although in Montgomery County, a local county law already required mid-sized businesses to pay a $15 minimum wage, while larger companies have a minimum wage of $16.70 per hour. Gina Schaefer, founder of a few cool hardware stores, which has locations in Baltimore, Silver Spring, and Tacoma Park, supports the increase. 
What I think it truly means for everybody, though, including other small businesses, is that the more money our employees have, the more money there is to spend in the local economy. So I think it's better for all of the local businesses in general. But others, including Melvin Thompson, who represents the Restaurant Association of Maryland, says it places additional burdens on businesses on top of higher food and product prices. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In Virginia, the minimum wage is $12 an hour. It is $17 an hour in the district. It's 106 and new in the sale of the Washington Commanders. I know how that might sound, but Robert Rothman, who's a former minority owner in the team, has filed a federal lawsuit against Bank of America. He's demanding at least $75 million in compensatory damages, accusing the bank of conspiring with the NFL and former Commanders owner Dan Snyder. Rothman claims they were trying to push him into selling his stake of the team. ESPN reporting Rothman says parties forced him and two other minority partners to sell their combined 40% stakes in the Commanders to Snyder for about $875 million back in April of 21. The lawsuit says it suggests the franchises was being valued at $3 billion at that point, I should say. That's far below the $6 billion plus that Snyder got for selling to Josh Harris's company. More names were added to the National Firefighter Memorial last year. WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us almost 600 new names are enshrined, but the cause of death of these firefighters is not just from fighting fires, but also from cancer. We live in a world of plastics and synthetics. When they burn, they give off toxins. And those carcinogens are leading to more and more firefighters being diagnosed with cancer, according to retired firefighter Steve Wiseman, who is the director of the Virginia Firefighter Cancer Support Network. In Virginia, we're seeing a higher rate of thyroid, testicular, and kidney cancer in our our members. Wiseman, who worked for several Northern Virginia fire departments, is a prostate cancer survivor. He says in January, a month of awareness, they'll be making sure firefighters and their families are aware of. The rising numbers of firefighters have been diagnosed with cancer. They also hope to encourage fire departments to adopt more cancer prevention techniques and for communities to better support firefighters who are diagnosed with cancer. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A dreary Thursday morning, the last one of the year, and it's going to stay that way. We will update the forecast and traffic and weather just ahead. Also coming up, Wall Street trading heads into the final two days of 2023. It's 108. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Ian. Good morning, everyone. The work zone remains in place. The delays do not. This is southbound 95. Uh, right around Lorton Road, you find the center lane and the right lane are blocked because of bridge repair work. The delays, as I mentioned, have all cleared out. However, also have the, the, the minor slowing on northbound 95. This is down in Thornburg, heading up to Virginia 3 in Fredericksburg. Maintenance operations. The left lane, right shoulder, left shoulder, mobile alternating closures. And again, a very brief delay through this work zone. Otherwise, the 95 corridor looking good between Springfield and Fredericksburg. The earlier crash on northbound 395 North Eglie Road has cleared, so no worries either side of 395 between the Beltway and 14th Street. The southeast southwest freeway in Washington running just fine. Both directions, all lanes are clear, both on DC 395 and DC 695. No struggles, no worries at all either side of the 3rd Street Tunnel between New York Avenue and the freeway. DC 295 in the clear coming 
coming in from Maryland, heading all the way to the 11th Street Bridge, and no troubles on I-295 between the flyover ramp and the Bell Interchange south of town. Due for work zone going on in inbound New York Avenue, it's the Florida Avenue. The right lane is closed inbound. Outbound, the right lane is get traffic getting by in the right lane uh, between 1st Street Northeast and Florida Avenue. Late Vima traffic, but what traffic is there is slowing down a little bit through this work zone. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only fifty nine dollars. Michael and Son. The bulk of the rain over, but still a little damp out there. Those roads and some patchy fog too around the area. We're starting out with our temperatures mid forties to around fifty degrees. Later today, it's upper fifties, fairly mild, and there could be some peaks of sunshine. Can't rule out a stray shower though at times throughout the day. But I'm loving the mild conditions that we're going to have. We'll be cooler on Friday around fifty degrees. Back to mostly cloudy with some light showers at times. I'm Seven News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the first alert weather center 53 at fort belvoir silver spring with 52 it is 53 at foggy bottom and it's all brought to you by long fence save 25 percent on long fence decks pavers and fences six months no payment no interest financing terms and conditions apply go to longfence.com money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with larry kofsky this is a bloomberg money minute Wall Street starts the penultimate session of 2023 with the Dow in record territory. Stocks have been drifting higher all week, unable to mount a significant rally. Some investors worry that expectations for an interest rate cut by the Fed early next year are overdone. The main average has gained less than a third of a percent yesterday. Even as Maersk prepares to resume operations in the Red Sea, other big shipping lines remain cautious. Hopod Lloyd is staying away despite the launch of a U.S.-backed naval task force to protect shipping from attack by Yemen's Houthi militants. It will reroute its vessels around Africa, a detour of several thousand miles. The NBA has approved the sale of the Dallas Mavericks from Mark Cuban to the families that run casino operator Las Vegas Sands. The deal values the team at roughly three and a half billion dollars cuban will remain a minority owner from the bloomberg newsroom i'm larry kofsky on wtop the only fly in the asia pacific stocks this morning is the nikkei still trending downward 143 points almost one half of one percent south korea stocks higher by about 1.25 percent the hang Seng having a big party up four Actually, 430 points, two and a half percent. And coming up on WTOP, what experts are saying about COVID this winter? It's 112. The impact of a meal goes well beyond feeding our bodies. Because when people don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, they can truly thrive. Like Marta. And now we'll hear from our class valedictorian, who with our hard work never ceases to amaze us. Please welcome Marta Moreno. And Alex. Hey, Alex. How did the interview go? I did it. I got the job. I can't believe it. I knew it. Let's meet up later to celebrate. And Diego. Mom, I got first place at the science fair with my volcano project. That's amazing, sweetie. Congratulations. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished, and everyone deserves to live a full life. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. feedingamerica.org slash act now. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's one thirteen. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. 
Migraine at School can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. People love their pets, but sometimes need a little extra help providing the care they deserve. That's why, since 1944, AWLA, the Animal Welfare League of Arlington, has worked every day to provide people and animals in need with resources, care, and protection. From animal adoption, lost and found, emergency food and rehoming services, to vaccine, chipping, behavioral training support, spaying and neutering, and more, AWLA always is there to help. For more information about AWLA's many good works, visit AWLA.org. It's surprising what you will find in some carry-on bags. That is what TSA agents are telling us. More news in 60 seconds. The following is a public service announcement. For our soldiers fighting overseas in public safety, it can be tough to stay focused when they know their families may be struggling. Eagle's Watch wants to help lighten the load, and you can help by donating a gift card of any amount. We'll make sure they go to military and public safety families who are in need. Please mail your gift cards or donations to Eagle's Watch Foundation, 200 Lawyers Road, number 256, Vienna, Virginia, 22183, or go to Eagle's and click on the gift cards for the home front link. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts Matter. 115 Thursday morning with Ian Crawford. Glad we could get together. We've been hearing reports about the spread of respiratory viruses this holiday season with warnings about the flu, respiratory virus called RSV, a new version of COVID. This new variant called JN1 is the most prevalent type circulating in the U.S. right now, part of an expansion of coronavirus here and around the world. WTOP's Dimitri Sotis talked with Axios senior healthcare editor, editor Adriel Bettelheim about this rapidly spreading new strain of COVID. This has been really uh, picking up in speed since about Thanksgiving. And uh, over the two weeks that ended right before Christmas, it shot up from about 21% of total cases to 44% of total cases, especially in areas like New York and New Jersey, which is usually a harbinger of what's to come. So this is, uh, we're, we're trying to figure out if it's just more transmissible or better at evading our immune systems. But it comes, as you said, at a time when there's just a surge of other respiratory viruses. Uh, flu is sending a lot of people to ERs. RSV is still out there. So it concerns a lot of health systems. You mentioned uh, we're trying to to learn now is it more transmissible or sneaky when it comes to having our immune systems fight it does that matter in terms of how we protect ourselves well uh not really the cdc says the updated vaccines that have been available and existing tests and treatments still work well against jn1 um and so they're not changing the recommendations uh still saying people should get their shots should be testing if respiratory issues arise and you know avoid sick people if you're sick don't go out but you know it's just a time where there's increased holiday travel there's waning immunity from people's prior covid infections so it's just setting up a lot of people for another round of disease and what could be a tough winter. Is it expected to be a big COVID surge this winter? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I think this is certainly what we're seeing is is beginning to peak. The question is when it peaks and and how much it sort of overwashes other parts of the uh, of the country. Right now, it's predominantly in the Northeast and a big pocket in uh, California, um, but you know, in other places, it's still a small proportion of the overall COVID cases. But the, as we're seeing, it's now about half of the cases total, and I would expect that's going to continue for uh, you know the trend's going to keep going for a few more weeks. I think I'll only sound like a name dropper here in uh, health circles, but we happened to uh, interview Dr. Peter Hotez of Baylor College of Medicine last week. And, you know, he was joking. He said it was you, me, and six other people that got this COVID uh, vaccine recently. He He's just not seeing the uh, number of people willing to get that vaccine anymore. And he thinks that could make a big difference, not just with this pandemic, but whatever comes down the road. Yeah, well, he's he's right. I mean, the vaccine uptake in the U.S. has been woefully low, 15 to 70 percent of those eligible, despite these urgent pleas from health officials. And, you know, I mean, I, you can understand how people want to move on from the pandemic. But at the same time, this has never totally gone off the radar. And when you have a winter of illness and flu and this, uh, maybe it will prompt more people to seek out those shots. It's just kind of interesting to see behavior, you know, as, as people are so crisis fatigued it's it's kind of understandable but uh this is the season it's become how many how many winters have we been through like this already where you know respiratory disease is peaking adriel bettelheim is axios senior healthcare editor quick look at the top stories we're working on this morning at wtop the colorado gop asking the supreme court to overturn a state court's decision keeping former president trump off the 2024 ballot and top u.s officials are in mexico looking to get our southern neighbor to take action regarding soaring migrant border crossings keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead let's get right to ken berger in the wtop traffic center Thanks, Ian. Took a look at the area, the uh, up and down the 95 corridor in Maryland between the two beltways. Likewise, likewise, the 295 corridor between 495 and 695. Didn't see a whole line, a whole lot of active rain. However, what we did see was lots of fog, lots of patchy ground fog, and a lot of slick roadways, some road spray as well. So again, if you are out, you are out there, take it very easy. Keep those low beams on. If, allow yourself lots of following distance and take it very easy out there. I can tell you, there's a extreme Extraordinarily late volume of traffic. Didn't see a whole lot of it at all, so there are no delays with all lanes open. So again, just take it easy. No need to speed and arrive safely for the ride this morning. We do have the work going on on the Capitol Beltway, the inner loop prior to Pennsylvania Avenue. This is overhead sign replacement operations. The two right lanes are blocked. Also have the cleanup and investigation of that crash involved a vehicle off the roadway. Two right lanes are also blocked, but the delays coming south of Ritchie Marlboro Road have all cleared out. So have the crash working and Prince George's County. Northbound 210 Indian Head Highway. It's at Old Fort Road. All the travel lanes are closed with this accident that involved four vehicles. However, the right turn lane and the left turn lane are open. In Virginia, got the bridge work on southbound 95. This is just south of Lorton Road with the center lane. The right lane are blocked. Earlier delays from the Fairfax County Parkway have cleared. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast now from 7 News First Alert. Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Our soggiest weather maker is behind. Now, today there could be a stray shower, nothing heavy, and by far a lot of dry hours. We're starting out with some patchy fog and temperatures in the mid-40s to around 50 degrees. Later today, it's upper 50s. Your afternoon, pretty mild. Again, can't rule out a stray shower. We'll have some scattered showers around the area on Friday. 
pretty light and around 50 degrees, so it is going to be cooler. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Fairfax, 51 degrees, 52 in College Park, 54 along the National Mall. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, a trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a suspect in a high-profile D.C. murder case has turned himself into police. It's 121. Sometimes when it rains, it pours. Let WEPA be your umbrella and protect you when times get rough. WEPA offers both group term life and short-term disability insurance to help protect your family in any circumstance. Have confidence knowing that WEPA is there to help weather any storm. Visit WAEPA.org to learn more. WEPA. For Feds. By Feds. Black men are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer, and black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit acr.org slash mylcs. That's acr.org slash mylcs. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got the car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh. Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 123. A suspect has turned himself into D.C. police in connection with the homicide of a former D.C. council staffer, 28-year-old Davin Fuller. 28-year-old DeAndre Mills of Northeast D.C. has been charged with first-degree murder while armed for the shooting death. It happened back on October 16th. Fuller was shot and killed outside of cleaners. He was the father of two young children and a former constituent services representative for council member Brianne Nadeau. U.S. Capitol Police officers arrested a man who was carrying a knife and a machete on the east front of the U.S. Capitol yesterday, or I should say on Tuesday. An officer approached a man after noticing what was described as suspicious behavior. They spoke. The officer noticed a brick in the man's pocket. The man agreed to toss the brick aside, but then pulled out a knife and set it down. At that point, the officer called for backup, noticing then the handle of a machete under the man's clothing. That's when the man was ordered to put his hands up. Suspect identified as 23-year-old Jose Leonardo Marquez. Police say there's no evidence that Marquez was targeting a specific member of Congress, but he was charged with carrying a dangerous weapon and possession of a prohibited weapon. A new record set at one of our local airports. WTOP's Ralph Fox tells us it comes after another gun was found on a passenger trying to get on a flight at Reagan National Airport. TSA officers stopped a woman from Bethesda Christmas Eve as she was trying to take a 9 millimeter weapon with six bullets in her carry-on through a security checkpoint. Authorities detected a suspicious item going through the x-ray machine. It was confiscated. She now faces a federal fine of up to $15,000. It marks the 39th gun that officers at the airport have caught at Reagan checkpoints this year. The previous high was 30 back in 2021. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology.